Welcome to episode six of Unsweetened and Unfiltered. At the moment, Zaina is still mad at me. I don't know if you want to tell them why. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. So Dinya's <laughs> birthday is coming up later this week. Her friends and I decided to throw her a surprise birthday dinner. But, but Dinya being the person that she is, had to go and ruin the surprise. <laughs> Nobody can surprise me. You guys, the place they chose was a restaurant across the street from my job. Zaina said, let's have a girls' night, just you and I. We'll have dinner at 7.15. Mind you, last weekend was the opening night for the Palestine Film Festival. So I was like, I think I can change it to 6 o'clock. And I told her there was no <laughs> other reservations, like no other times. But Miss Type A went to the restaurant, found out the reservations were under someone else's name, and it was a party of six, not two. So I guess you put two and two together yeah. and you figure out all your girlfriends <laughs> are surprising you. Only Dunya. <laughs> but thank you so much. Honestly, it ended up being such an amazing night. I ended up actually dressing up because now I knew about yeah, the surprise that's true. birthday party because I would have just rolled up in whatever I had in my closet. It was so much fun. It I was. definitely enjoyed it. And I think it just reminded me of how grateful I am to have like a great group of women that I call my sisters are so supportive of me. They only like want to see me succeed. They push me towards my dreams and goals. And I think like as cliche as that sounds, it's just, it's so nice. It's nice to have that. It's nice to have that support system. It almost kind of transitions into um, today's guest, yes. which is going to be Nilly. Um, she's behind the page called Words Behind a Smile. Yes. The reason being is because we're going to talk about hijab in this episode. And with this, she told us about how she had a support group and that helped her when she wanted to put it on and everything. And that's why I think it's super important to have those great group of girls that push standing you. behind you. Yeah, yeah, standing behind you. Do you want to introduce her? Zina? Yeah. So like Dunya said, she is a blogger in the face behind words behind a smile. Uh, Nilly was born in India, spent some time living in Saudi Arabia before she landed in Chicago. She majored in computer science and minored in psychology from UIC here in Chicago. Uh, currently, she is a system analyst at Northwestern University, and uh, she's also an ambassador of hope. Yeah, she's the ambassador of hope for human trafficking. I think we're going to need a whole other episode yeah, for this. Yeah, because that's a big problem. It is, and it's something that I think we kind of brush aside and we don't really acknowledge as much as we should right. because we here we are we see all these missing child posters but i mean there's just something going on right behind so she all this. learns yeah. like what signs to look out for how to prevent like you know future victims yes and it's it's a big problem and i do think we should have her back to talk about that yeah i, I really want to and i think we should do our own research before having her because mm -hmm. i really want to look into this and I mean, she has an impressive resume. She does. She has yeah. a lot going on. She's doing so much. And I thought since she had a blog post all about hijab, I thought it would be just, I don't know, like when it comes to Ramadan, you kind of get in that feel of right. almost like more you think, spiritual. Yeah, more very spiritual. To, yeah. Exactly. So I was like, it would be great just to talk to her about it for people like you and I, Zaina, that are yeah, on the Jenny fence. Yeah, Jenny and I had like a revelation this yeah. episode. And I wouldn't want to say on the fence because you and I kind of, we want to wear the hijab right, one right. day, but it's, sometimes you just need that extra push. And we definitely talk about all of that. Um, everything that she's been through as a hijabi and the fact that it doesn't limit you whatsoever. No, so it's, yeah, we have a really great conversation, but before we dive in, I, we want to, you know, give out our prayers to Sri Lanka. I think it's just so sad, Zaina, because I feel it like is. every time we come on here, there's just something tragic. It that is. Happens. And especially at a place of worship, like you never, you always feel like you're safe when you walk into like a mosque or a hope, church yeah. and, 
and it's nowadays you don't feel safe and it's, you, you it's so disappointing like it's happening at churches it's happening at schools it's like where can you go to feel safe yeah, like, and mosques synagogues like you can't go anywhere no, nowadays it's like almost you have to live in fear but it's like we shouldn't live in fear yeah. that we should never live in fear but it's like you know inshallah khair for everybody and um again our prayers go out to those who lost their lives in yes. sri lanka it's just it's very sad it's very sad to talk about something like this but yeah so i also want to talk about the giveaway winner yes. i never want i don't want to forget about that um so the giveaway winner for the anonymous addictions gift card for $100 is Who's your drum roll? There you go. <laughs> is Suzia. Suzy Ayish. Girl, you just won your gift card. Um, you're going to look so stylish. You are. Because, I mean, you're going to have summer there. And I think, Suzia, you're from Chicago. Yeah. So so you're going to get to be styled from head to toe by summer. I'm kind of jealous. I am, too. If you guys didn't listen to Summer's episode, please do. Because she talks about mental health. And I think it was one of the favorites for our listeners. They yeah, really loved Yeah, I think because it touched episode. a subject that not a lot of people um, are open no. about talking about so it's it's good to hear someone else's story because it kind of motivates you to be like oh like, i'm not alone yeah, in this there I'm are resources alone. there's yeah and um i think I'm, we're going to connect with summer once more inshallah we're probably going to just you know build upon that episode yeah, again do we'll, like a follow-up yeah a follow-up exactly we'll figure that out but yeah you want to dive in Zaya? let's do it Hello, Nilly. Thank you so much for joining us today. So like we said, today's topic is going to be about hijab. And I'm very interested about the story of how you decided to put it on the first time ever. What was the process? What were what you thinking? What was going through your mind yes. before you put it on? Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I didn't really have a specific process or like I didn't the way things turned out, I didn't really think of it that way. Um, I just came home one day and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to wear a hijab. But it wasn't a one night over the night like process. Yeah. Um, so I came home and I told my dad, and I was like, hey, I'm going to wear a hijab when I was starting college. And he was like, okay. <laughs> and I just <laughs> ran upstairs. So, <laughs> well, that's nice. That's a nice yeah. conversation, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just need to tell someone so I had that intention out somewhere. Right, it's almost like right. an affirmation type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, kind just speak like it out in the just, universe. Yeah, so kind of like hold yourself accountable. Like mm-hmm. let someone else know so that like it's out there and, and then I'll follow up with it. Exactly. Because right. if I kept it to myself, I'd be like, well, not now, maybe later. And then that later would have came. And then I'd be yeah. like, well, no. I feel like there's always excuses not to do it. So I kind of just had to jump it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and and it was always your choice, but it is just nice to let somebody know. And I feel like maybe um, you kind of wanted that person maybe to push you if you're, you know, like you haven't after a year or so and you didn't put it on or anything like that. Because I feel like when you keep certain things to yourself, you kind of always like procrastinate. procrastinate. Right. And then I think it's also, you can kind of talk yourself out of things when you overthink it. Yes. So I think like letting other people know, like, this is what I'm thinking of help me get to the point where like I'm comfortable making that decision yeah and like you said it wasn't an overnight process I mean I think this is a huge step in somebody's life um it is life-changing because it's not just your physical appearance that you are changing about yourself it's also that internal self right um so what did you do to prepare yourself other than tell your dad like hey this is what I'm gonna do (laughs) be be on the lookout for me wearing the hijab (laughs) one day but like how did you prepare I guess that's the right words. So when I had told him, I think I had about three or four months left to uh, finish high school and then um, start UIC. So when I told him, I was like, all right, 
I went upstairs and I looked at my wardrobe and I was like, well, does this fit with like, hijabi's wardrobe or what like it would look like if I were to wear hijab? So to begin with, I didn't have a hijab. Yeah. So I had those two pieces that you can get for like little girls for yeah. Sunday school. Like, Girl, I, I am not a fan of those two pieces. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I look like an egg. Literally yeah, exactly. Egg. Not the most flattering at It does all. not flatter your forehead at all, but yeah. Yeah, so I had that. And then um, and then just like, I, I mean, it's not like I dress immodest. Again, Im- uh, modesty is a different uh, definition for everyone. But in my eyes, I, didn't, I don't think I dressed immodest then even before I was a hijabi. But I had short sleeves, and I guess, like, my jeans could have been a little bit looser or, you know, more proper in terms of that. So when I was looking at it, I was like, okay, well, I guess this is what needs to change. So I started to layer more, uh, wear full sleeves more, um, just fix that first, and then um, fix myself mentally as well, uh, prepare myself, like, okay, this is what I would look like if I was wearing a hijab, and... um, and basically, like, on my faith as well, I would make sure that, okay, am I, like, praying my prayers on time? Like, all the pillars first, like, make that, make sure that that's sound. And then it's like, all right, I think I'm mentally prepared to actually, like, get the hijab and, like, wear it and feel comfortable in it, you know? And I feel like that's another thing that um, when people are like, oh, well, if you just throw it on and you just did it just out of the spur of the moment, you're just as likely to take it off, like, you know? Right. Yeah, so that's something I wanted to, like, mention was because, like, if you... It's so easy to like, okay, I'm going to do this, and then you do it, and then you go out in public for the first time, and it's like, oh, people are looking at me different. And I know that's not a reason not to put it on, but it's also hard to go through that. Mm-hmm. Were you afraid of that happening, like coming out in public wearing the hijab? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's why I didn't do it overnight. It wasn't something I just woke up and I was like, all right, I'm going to yeah. go outside, and this is what I'm going to do. But um, that's why it took me that three, four months that, you know, I first wore full sleeves and I wore maybe lighter Kind of baby steps. Until yeah, I needed that because if had I done it overnight, I know for sure I would have taken it off at some point. Yeah. Because it just wouldn't have been as strong enough for me internally. And I think that's why in the Quran it says do not pressure your daughters to wear it because I think it needs to be your own choice. And when something is your choice, I think you definitely do need to prepare prepare for it every which way possible. Because it's, yeah, you when you wear the hijab, everybody thinks now you're like the face of all Muslim girls. And that's just a, a huge responsibility to bear, right. you know. So I, I definitely think it is something that you do need to really think through. And I like how you started with the baby steps, starting with your clothes first, because it's kind of hard to wear the hijab. And then here's your closet. You have nothing modest or nothing that goes along with your hijab at all. So I think you should do it also more for yourself rather than what people think. Because even when you wear the hijab, even when you're modest and you're wearing all these loose clothing, people still have something to say. Oh, yeah, they will always, yeah. They will always. So I think it should always... You should always do this for yourself and for Allah, and just I think that's what you should always just like focus on. Basically, was there like um, a moment where you were like, "Let me, I need to put it on." Like, was there like something that happened, or did you just wake up one morning like, you know, maybe I should wear it? So I had these phases where I was like, "Okay, I'll do it when I finish middle school or elementary, or not." Actually, I don't even know if I thought of that like in elementary actually, but middle school, I was like, "All right, you know, end of middle school, do it." And then I was like, "Okay." high school somewhere in there and I was like mm-hmm. no and then it's like end of high school and then it's like all right you know what I'm doing it <laughs> and yeah, I just started awesome. at the end of high school um and that was another thing um when I when you tell the intention out make sure it's to the right people as well yes. I feel like when you tell so- someone they can easily discourage you yes yeah as well as encourage you exactly so. because I feel like there's um 
people are on the fence with hijab. There are those who full like wholeheartedly believe that that's part of our religion. You should wear it whenever you're ready. Then there are people that say, well, I don't see it in the Quran specifically say hijab, and I don't think you should wear it. Really? People think that? I've met a lot of people that think really? that. And I'm not judging them because, yeah, again, yeah, everybody saying, interprets no. our religion the way they want to interpret it. You can't judge them. It's You don't know what's in their hearts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially me because I don't wear the hijab. So how can I say, oh, well, no, I will one day, and I think you should too type of thing. Yeah. You do have to be careful about who you who say you talk it to. to. Yeah. yeah, you definitely want that good group of friends that are going to like push you towards whatever you just... Because there are people yeah. who like would discourage you and yeah, be like, no, yeah. your hair is so beautiful. Oh my exactly. God. <laughs> Stuff like that. Because so, I've heard that I've read yeah. that a lot of times. Like, right. your hair's so I'm like, but my hair is still going to be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not going I'm not anywhere. shaving it off. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funny part. Yeah. Um, you have, um, you run a blog. It's called Words Behind a Smile. And one of your hosts was overcoming the fear of becoming a hijab. And you mentioned, and I, as I was reading it, like I was telling Dunya before, as I was reading it, I kind of had a moment. I don't wear the hijab, but I kind of had a moment where I was like, wait why don't I wear it? And I didn't have an answer. And that kind of like messed me up mentally. Like, why am I not there yet? Why am I not wearing this thing that I should be wearing? And it, it just messed me up. Like, I don't know if you it feel did, the same way. It did, and I struggle, yet. yeah. And it's like, honestly, like right now when we were having a conversation before we started like recording, what was our only excuse saying? Oh, well, we're coworkers thing. Yeah. I don't even care what my coworkers yeah, think yeah. now. Why would like, I care about if I wear the hijab, if I walk in one day yeah, and like I wear the hijab? the day hijab. of judgment will come and you're not going to be like, well, I was afraid of what Martha would think yeah, of me. Right? Like, you're not going to think, you're not going to say that. That's not a good excuse. I think but... that's kind of an excuse that we say to ourselves yeah. to just, you know, go about our day and like, you know. Yeah. And it makes me so happy to see like women and, and girls like you who are like kind of pushing the envelope and saying like well you can have it all you can have a career you can have you know an, an amazing sense of, of fashion yes and still wear the hijab and i think that's so incredible for like not even girls our age but like younger people yeah it's, it's amazing it is and I, I i definitely want you to talk about your actual career path millie because again we do want to emphasize that hijab doesn't limit you it has no limitations at all once you do put it on and i think that's something that we it's like almost like a stigma that comes with hijab like oh I gotta be careful because my life is gonna change and I'm gonna have a lot of restrictions now since I'm putting this piece of clothing on and it's gonna change my life and it might you know restrict me from going yeah, after my passion that maybe could have been an excuse years ago yes. but nowadays it's not it's you not have she's a living proof right exactly. now like you have hijabi news anchors and yes. surgeons and like hijabis are taking over and like it's it shouldn't be an excuse now yeah do you want to talk about what you actually do for a living? So um, someone had asked earlier as well, like what my career path was and how I wanted to know, how I knew that's what I wanted to do. So I don't really, it's kind of hard to answer because I don't think I'm in the field I want to be in yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what I do. So uh, I major in computer science right now. I'm a systems analyst at Northwestern, but I'm also working towards becoming a professional speaker. And uh, currently I'm getting coached by Jack Canfield, uh, the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I'm going to be a corporate trainer and training them into um, basically leadership skills and how to increase your productivity. So you're, girl, I mean, you're just going up <laughs> yeah. on stage and you're talking to hundreds of people at different corporations. So and you're not letting the hijab stop you from that's doing what I'm saying. that. Yeah. She's 100% proving to us that there is no limitations on hijab whatsoever at all. And I think that's amazing it is. for you just to take it full force and just be right there on the stage and show everybody, hey, I'm a hijabi and there's nothing different right. between me and you. So 
I think that's a great. I love that. I do too. <laughs> because here we are, we're scared of our little office jobs. No, and it's, I, just, I don't even know what it is. Like in my head, I know in something that you said earlier, like, you know, in middle school, you said once I finished middle school. And then in yeah. high school, you said, you know, one like one day in high school, I wear it. We always set like these dates for ourselves, but like you never know that's when the exactly. end is coming. You you could we not don't. wake up tomorrow. That you know what I mean? True. And it's like, that's all you're supposed it's to scary say. to think about. Like you can't say like inshallah one day because inshallah yeah. one day it might not come. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, it's. I know. I mean, it, some like, of us say. Up that, uh, that night I was like, why don't I wear it? Like I just didn't have a good answer like for my own self. Like Yeah. But I do want to also emphasize the fact that like as a non-hijabi, we have our own struggles as Muslim women, but it, we also have. Muslim women that are that wear the hijab and you guys still struggle day to day. Was there ever? Do you ever feel like you're discriminated against in any way? I mean, it, like going through airports, going through any of that stuff. Alhamdulillah, I'll say for maybe my experience is very different from, yeah. and maybe that has to do with where I live as well. I feel like Chicago is more diverse. And yes, I do. I do agree with you on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. so I never felt everywhere. that yeah. as much as someone living maybe in Alabama wearing yeah. a hijab. Right. I cannot relate to that. But um, Alhamdulillah, from where I am right now, I have never faced that as much as someone living in a different state. But I do realize that whenever I go to airports, like I just came back from traveling, and I realize that whenever I'm traveling, my hijab is like just slightly looser than yes. I would have it if I was just you know walking down the street here. So I feel like maybe maybe that's just my attempt to come out. Is like, hey, I'm actually just like a friendly person right, underneath right. this hijab. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I feel like it, it does become a little looser when I do travel. Or- and it's like, yeah, you shouldn't be shamed for that at all because it's more of just... I mean, kind of to we, protect yourself. You do. You have to. Like we said, like in our last episode, you have our own president, like tweeting horrible things about Ilhan, and you know right. she's a visibly Muslim woman, right. and it's it is scary going through airports. And then I think back at like when I was in third grade when nine eleven happened, and my mom wears hijab, and I remember like seeing her and seeing a lot of other like hijabi women in our communities tie it back or like yeah. put a big hat mm-hmm. on to cover oh, yeah. it because yeah. like you kind of you're afraid of what could happen because you hear these stories of like things that are happening to hijabi you know hijabis in america and it's it's scary but i don't think that should be a reason why you shouldn't wear it no, because right. Allah will protect you no matter what. Exactly. I, I say yeah. that same thing to my dad because <laughs> he gets so, like, anytime he hears something in the news and things like that, you know, he'll come, he'll text me and be like, hey, be careful. Like, yeah. this just happened. You know, I feel like hijabis are like a target right now. Or don't when go out. When are they not? You know? It's like, don't go out. Yeah. Like, just kind of right. stay, like, invisible for a bit. And then, you know, things like that. Um, if something big happens, then he's like, okay, just, you know, you're hijabi. I know you want to wear it. It's great, but, like, just be careful. Be, careful. be mindful. Yeah. yeah. Be so. mindful. Be observant of wherever you're going. But that's just even just women in general. So that's something, again, like, I don't want people for it to be a limitation no. on wearing the hijab. Yeah. It's just... I guess you just have to be a little bit more observable of where you are, your settings, and whatnot, right. and mm-hmm. the group of friends that you're hanging out with. And you, yeah, you do have to definitely protect That's yourself. So important. Yeah, the people that you're with as well. Uh, for me, mm-hmm. someone that had pushed me to wearing hijab or helped me uh, wear hijab in high school was my best friend who's a non-Muslim, and I feel like she's oh, always wow. like, you know, That's yeah. Did you not read that blog post? I did, <laughs> girl. I love that. Or it was part of your blog post, actually. I read no, it. I, yes. I was like, what? That was like... Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, can we talk about that? Yeah, so um, shout out to Taylor. Yes, <laughs> Taylor. We all need a friend like Taylor, yeah, for real. That's amazing. Like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Tell Taylor to come over because me and Dunya need a talking to. Yeah, because it's like here you have a non-Muslim that... Yeah. I mean, did she know anything about hijab? No, no. I mean, I was learning myself. Yeah. But, 
uh, yeah, so I told her I want to wear this, and then she's like, does your hair tickle under that? Because my hair tickles me a lot. Like, <laughs> I've never heard that question before. <laughs> before, because, like, when I wasn't in the hijabi, like, my hair would just tickle my neck so much I'd yeah. put it up. And so <laughs> she'd be like, does your hair tickle? And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I remember we had a half day or something like that, or our finals were done. I don't know what happened, but we had a half day off in high school. So we had planned to go uh, shopping afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so I came to school without a hijab, but I had a hijab stuffed in my bag. And then when we went shopping, we ran to the bathroom, and then I put a hijab on, and she was just, like, watching me do it, and then, like, I remember in the fitting room, she, like, tried one on herself, and I have a picture of that, too. I don't know if I put it up I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. So I did put it up. So, yeah, and that was, you know, so she was very helpful, and I feel like if I had turned to the same Muslim friends that I had in high school, it would have gone the opposite way. That's scary. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's being honest, but yeah, sometimes, (laughs) I, I think sometimes we kind of discourage one another because we feel like, oh no, I'm not wearing it. Now my mom's going to see that my friend's wearing it. Maybe I'm going to be pressured to wear it. But it's just so interesting to see a non-Muslim push you to wear it. That's That's incredible. Yeah, Beautiful. And this was, what, a few years back? This was 2011. Yeah, wow. I mean, like, that's... Yeah, wow, that is amazing. It is really cool to have a friend like that. That is, because it's just interesting. And then, uh, do you guys... Obviously, you guys still talk. We're still best friends, yes, yeah. Wow. And then, like, (laughs) so does she... Is she, like, more encouraged to learn about our religion too as well or yeah she's definitely like anytime like tell her right oh she uses like mashallah and inshallah like that's amazing I mean, like if, she, if i tell her like you know it's it's so cute i love it <laughs> see i think that it kind of goes back into our own community and i feel like we need some of that like positive people that push you towards your goals and your passions and wearing the hijab because i feel like with us, we're kind of attacking the women that wear the hijab and we say they're not wearing it the right Probably. way. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I, I feel like, Hollis, just leave everybody alone. Yeah, I was about to say, like, but we do have those, we do have those, like, Instagram accounts who are very, like, pro hijab, like, modest fashion. But then you do see those comments of, like, mm-hmm. you know, sister, why are you posing like that? Or, you know, oh, you why know, are you not, you're not your wearing neck it? Neck is showing, but, like, at least they're doing it, you know what I mean? And they're doing it publicly and they're doing it proudly. But see, we put so much weight on something that is light as a feather, a piece of cloth over our head. It's yeah. more than just the piece of cloth. And don't you agree, Nelly? Oh, I think yeah, you said it's because when I was reading your blog post as well, and I like this point, and I think it's true, it's more of a mental thing, more of a mental state rather than a physical state when it comes to the hijab. Because you do have to change yourself internally before the whole physical appearance changes the outer appearance right. changes yeah. and i i feel like yes it's a little bit easier to be a hijabi in some ways because modest fashion is now the next big thing i mean you have non-muslims dressing in modest fashion yeah. wear and i mean it's nice to see that it really is so i feel like for the young girls within our community they're they're it's more, more encouraging to yeah it's more encouraging it's easier to go shopping and again like we said you don't have to buy from the specific muslim brands i feel like there are other brands now that are conforming yeah, yeah. you can to go to target this, and find yeah. outfits that that, you know well shout out to like we said h&m yeah. i mean i'm telling you i'm loving these sweaters yeah. i'm always wearing these They're big scarves sleeves and yeah it it really works out that's the thing like i feel like when it comes to also the non-hijabi woman of our community you don't know how much they're struggling and how yeah, and much I, we're I, thinking about i it. agree with you i don't want to take away from like the struggle that the hijabis are going yeah. through but like on the other side of things like dunya and i don't wear the hijab and we do face i don't want to say i don't want to use the word like discrimination i don't want to make it seem I like want a, to, but like i don't is. want to make it seem like a bigger issue when it's it's something that we're For, I mean, uh, we okay. might be making it up in our heads i don't think we are but like i don't feel like people who see 
Muslims that don't wear the hijab, I don't think they view us as like practicing Muslims. Like, alhamdulillah, I pray five times a day. I fast during Ramadan. I try my best to be a good Muslim and I just don't wear the hijab. And that doesn't make me less of a Muslim in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's certain organizations that will welcome those that do not wear the hijab and they'll showcase them and showcase the great work that they've been doing. But then there's certain things, like I don't want to name any names, but it's like, they have a huge platform, but I've never seen them ever bring a woman that's Muslim that doesn't wear the hijab as a speaker. Right. And I'm sorry, it kind of hurts because, like, again, you don't know what's within our hearts. You don't know right. how much we're struggling. And you don't know if tomorrow's the day that we decide to wear the hijab type of thing. Um, but again, I want to go back to also, like, judging us for now wearing the hijab on social media. I mean, we've had our fair share of haters, yeah. Zaina, we got online. like shouted out uh, yeah. twice from different like big accounts and some of the comments are really positive and then some of the comments were like why aren't these sisters wearing hijab and that was like the only thing they would focus on they didn't focus on what we were trying to do and what our intention with the pl- the podcast, podcast was. was but it was like you're how not you wearing f- hijab yeah. so I can't validate what you're doing until you put it on exactly how do you feel about that Nelly when you see people attack hijabis and non-hijabis like what's your stance on this basically you can't win either way you yeah. really can't I <laughs> So there, there's a story that my dad used to tell me mm-hmm. of a father a, uh, and his son and, like, a camel. They're going through a town, and uh, the son is sitting on the camel while the father's walking. And the town, they enter a town, and they're, like, and the people are saying, wow, like, what a, uh, what a crazy uh, kid. He's making his uh, father walk. Yeah. And then, so they switch. The father's on the camel, and the kid's walking. The next town. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, what an oppressive father. Yeah. <laughs> He's making his kid walk. So then the third town they enter... Both of them come off, and the can you know they're just walking, and people are like, "Wow, what idiots!" Like, they have a camel, they're not using it. So. I've never heard that story, but well, I it's, love it because yeah. it exactly that's exactly what we're trying to say. You no matter, you really cannot please yeah, anybody. Cannot. So I feel like with hijab, whether you are a hijab, whether you're not, if you can look yourself in the mirror and you're happy with who you are, and God forbid anything happens to you that day, you're okay with leaving the way you are. That is all that matters. Like right. you will never be able to pre- please everyone ever so it's just I mean if you're happy with yourself and you feel like if something happens right now and this is the way I, like this is how I left this dunya then khalas yeah. that's again that you don't know when how when somebody leaves this dunya you don't know what was within their hearts right. do not judge somebody on their physical appearance if she's wearing the hijab correctly if she's not wearing the hijab correctly or she's not wearing the hijab whatsoever do right. not know and that's why I think it's very important when Allah says leave the judging up to me because exactly. you cannot for the life of you, right. translate anybody's intentions. You will never know anybody's intentions. So I, I, but I wanted this episode to be more of like a push for girls like Zena and I and the younger girls and even older women that they want to wear it, but they still don't know what is holding them back. It's weird. It's like an invisible like hand. It's like an invisible barrier yeah, that's holding you back. And maybe it's just your mind and you are overthinking yeah. something so I think that's simple. what it is. Maybe it's like you have to plan and you have to think ahead of time, but you can't overthink it. Yeah. Because I think overthinking in many aspects kind of like it kills everything. Like you, it stops you from doing what you want to do. Yeah. And Nilly, you just set the intention basically. And she's just put it out there in the universe and call us slowly day by day. You worked yourself up to the day that you decided to put it on. Right. And I, I think that's a beautiful thing that you've done. And it's just great that you also, it didn't limit you with your career path no. either. So that's something that you, I guess, yeah, it cannot be an excuse. And I feel like you definitely have a great support of like your girl group and your and whatnot. And then you also know to be careful where to go and everything like that. Because I think that's, maybe that's 
really the reason why everybody's scared because as soon as you have the hijab on, that's it. You're the Muslim. You're the one that President Trump just talks about all day long. You're yeah. the enemy of the state. And exactly, because <laughs> I can be walking down the street and or be sitting next to you in class or whatever, and you would never know just by my physical appearance yeah. that I was Muslim. You so know it's almost I mean? a privilege for us. Yeah, well, kind way. of. It's like you know, I could pass as like Hispanic or Italian or Greek, but yeah. like it doesn't make me any less than yeah. what I am. You know what yeah. I mean? So like that's exactly how I feel when I'm out and about. Nobody knows that I'm Muslim. So it kind of, I kind of almost feel like I'm turning my back on my own people, if that makes sense, because it's like yeah, in a weird like, way. Yeah, but also, like, when people do find out... Because I remember in high school, I always dressed modestly. I was never, you know, the type to wear, like, you know... Yeah, I would short sleeves and stuff, but... Just I remember like Millie really said, you kid in my yourself. class. Yeah. yeah, a kid in my class was Muslim. And I remember I said something about, like, Ramadan or something. And he's like, you're not Muslim. And I'm yeah. like, uh, yeah, I have, yeah. I have that, too. Yeah, and he's like, but you don't wear the hijab. I sweatshirt and, like, yeah. jeans. And this girl was like, you're not Muslim. And I was like, what? you can't <laughs> tell like, me I, I remember thinking, like... I've sat next to you in class for about six months now, like, and just because you've never seen me wear the hijab or like whatever doesn't make me not a Muslim. And I remember, like, just that was like ninth grade, and I was like so like taken aback by that comment. And I'm, that like, is a little obnoxious. It reminds me back in like when I went to community college. I mean, you guys, I was like crazy. I pierced my own nose. You want to do that <laughs> rebellious thing? And as soon as I did, people. I guess always assumed I was Christian. I'm like, I'm confused. Do only Christians pierce their nose and yeah. not like Muslim women? I had to literally tell people, no, I'm Muslim. But then it just, it kind of made me like take myself. I went, I was like, wait, like, are they trying to say I'm not Muslim enough just because I had this little tiny nose piercing yeah. and everything? Like it was kind of yeah. hurtful in a way. And I really like sat back and I'm I like, okay, one I'm taking this out. one of comments were like, you wore white pants the other day. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I swear. And I'm like, that okay, makes no you, sense. You're just like, a woman hater. I don't I know I swear about... to God. And I'm like, no, like I'm, I'm 100% Muslim just because I wear white pants or like, it was just, it was such a stupid It's very comment, bizarre. But it like stuck with me. Yeah. It stuck with me. Like, and I, yeah. And it kind of almost as a hijabi, I feel like we put so much responsibility and we expect them to be perfect from head to toe. And I kind of want you to talk about it, Nilly. Like you don't have to be a perfect hijabi the first time around. And I mean, can you ever be a perfect hijabi? No, because perfection doesn't exist. No. no as a hijabi, not. as a non-hijabi. I mean, what do you think about that? I think um, you're always going to have to perfect your modesty. What I thought was modest for me three years back, I might look back and be like, wow, what the heck was I thinking? Yeah. And make changes. And maybe what I'm wearing right now, I'm going to look back and think, what the heck was I wearing? And like, there, it can be made more modest like this and that. So, I mean, I think you're always perfecting it. When you start... Maybe you'll be perfect for like what you think, and then you'll keep changing as you go. But that's a that's a step. Like just take that step to go ahead and be like, all right, this yeah. is how I'm starting, and don't let other people affect you, because you'll never be perfect for them. So as long again, as long as you're happy with yourself, you're happy with your modesty, what you're doing. It, it doesn't even have to be modesty. It could be like your own actions. Like okay, so exactly. someone who's not wearing hijab right now, they'd be like, you're not wearing hijab. You wear a hijab, be like you're not wearing it properly. It's like, and then you fix that. Be like, okay, well. Why do you have makeup on? Yeah. It could be oh literally anything. And I so mean, much pressure. Like Instagram and social media in general just puts so much on pressure our woman. Yeah. on hijabis yeah. like specifically. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh my God, like a little bit of her, her hair is coming out of her hijab. Like let's attack her. It's, it's too much where I feel like it's kind of discouraging people looking in to actually put the hijab and on I because hope it they doesn't. don't want to be yeah. attacked like that. They don't. And I, I, I feel for the woman that wore the hijab and they've worn it for years and years and then they decided to take it off you do not know what 
what, what they went through, yeah. what fear maybe they have in their hearts. What experiences maybe, they went through. What yeah. experiences they went through, what pressures they felt like they were, was put on them when they you know decided to put it on and everything like that. So I feel like that's also another topic that I, I don't want to dive too deep into, but I'm trying, I just want to say like we really need to be careful of how we bash our women and you do not yeah. know what is going on in their hearts or in their minds. Do not think that now they're less of a Muslim. Do not think that they're going backwards either. Right, that's very I, true. I, I don't. I think like as soon as you see a woman take off her hijab, you think, oh, now she's not Muslim enough. Yeah. So it's like, you, no, but that's yeah. just not right. And that's stop not. asking. Stop like, asking why she comments, took it off. Yes. Like, my thing is like you see these attacks that are happening in, in Paris and um, in New Zealand. You're seeing all this happen and like you don't know what that person at night is like, thinking like yeah. I, I could be the next person to get attacked or I could be you know yeah. it could happen to me so you don't know what they're doing and I don't want with. them to ever think that they're weak either because yeah. these same girls that I've seen that take off their hijab I still see them at the gym I still yeah, see them attend yeah. lectures I still see them running charities and everything it, it doesn't make them less of a Muslim so yeah. I think that's just another thing our community needs to be better at is just stop looking at people's out like physical appearance and just understand that everybody's going through something we're all struggling right. one way or another there's there's still a struggle in everything that we face as women and I, I want the men of our community to protect us and not be the ones that are calling us out yeah, in the yeah, comment section it's like come on like we're all one why are you calling your own sister out in the comments section you know what i mean it makes it harder for everyone it does i I just think like there's just so much beauty and so much in our women and everything like that the last thing they need is just to read more hate from within our own community because we're getting enough of that from the outside we don't need yeah i feel like women are like women's like worst enemies yeah Yeah. it's just i don't understand why it's like why were the spotlights on us all the time and not in a good way like i feel like we're doing so many great things yeah we are but we're just getting nitpicked at the little things that we're messing up on kind of so i think my point is whatever you do do it for you do it for Allah. Yeah. Focus on yourself. Focus on yourself. Focus because on if you're going to care about what everybody says, oh my God. You'll never be happy. You're, you're never, never going to grow. Yeah, yeah, and you're never even going to grow as a person yourself. And I like how you said, like, yeah, you, you actually, when it came to how you used to dress three years ago, you look back and you cringe. And you're like, oh my God, what was I wearing that wasn't modest enough? And I think everybody does that. And I think that's a great way to progress is to look back on yourself and to grow from that. And to understand you're, yeah. you're never going to be no perfect. No one is born a perfect Muslim. We have to learn. We have to, you know, go through trial and error and figure out our right path. But I think people think like, oh, she put the hijab on. That means she has to be a perfect Muslim. And I think that's Do you not feel the like case. that's how people hold you account? Like they, they feel like they put you on a pedestal, Nelly, and they'd be like, okay, she's our token hijabi. Like you're, I don't know how to explain it, but. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. No, I don't. I, like, so again, there was a point in my life where I cared what yeah. people th- like thought we of me. We all did. Or yeah. tell me or didn't tell me and thought of me. It's just, it got to a point where I was like, focus on yourself. Does not matter. Yeah. And I feel like everyone needs to do that. Just focus on yourself because everyone's so focused on like what someone else is doing, what the other, what you think the other person is feeling or, you know, and again, back to like, um, when they wear it and when they don't, I think they're, I don't know where I read this, but it was something like the person who, uh, doesn't wear hijab, but has every other practicing qualities or traits. Yes. That's one sin that one outward sin that they're showing. Whereas someone who may be covered and has a hijabi has so many inner sins that are not showing. So yeah. you cannot even compare. You can't it's judge a book by its really cover, can't. basically. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. That, that's exactly it. And I think that's why I want this to be a takeaway is just let us be and let us like 
like I said, we're all struggling in our own ways. Just don't add to that struggle, those struggles that we're already facing right. from the outside world and the outside of our community. So, And I, I think if you yeah. see a hijabi, they're putting themselves out there. They're doing what's right. Don't bring them down. Like, yeah. Build them up. Give them compliments. Like, Look, it's, it's social media makes things so hard. It and, does. And I think instead of tearing us down, we need to build these hijabis up and because it's so nice to have those people to look up to. Like, we look up to you and yeah. so many of the other hijabis Hola. because you guys are doing it. And you guys are doing it, like... Fearlessly. To, exactly. And you're talking about exactly, it. And, yeah. like, Nilly, you're going on stage and telling yeah. people, like, here I am yeah, type of thing. Like, you're not it's letting... It's such an inspiration to a lot of people. Yeah, you're, you're not allowing anything to just get in your way with this hijab. I think it's beautiful. And I think I think it's honestly just a blessing from Allah when you do decide to put it on and you just go out in the world and you're like, here I am it is, type yeah. of thing. It, it's it's <laughs> it's strength. I what I see a hijab is, and I've I already I wrote about this before. I feel like when a woman wears her hijab, that's her cape. When she goes out in the world, right. she's that superwoman. This is her cape, and that's just how I feel about it because I respect really is, yeah. the women of our community. They have the hijab on in any which way they want to put it on. That's up to them. I really truly respect them, especially in today's climate. I do too. It, it's it's like we're not over exaggerating. It's hard. It's hard to go out there and you don't know who you're gonna face that day. I mean, it's hard just being a muslim in this in this climate like you yeah. said but to ha- add that extra layer of like look at me i'm a muslim you can spot me from a mile away that's that takes courage and that takes strength and i applaud you guys for like for doing it and putting yourselves out there and you travel a lot too nilly don't you like with your husband and everything do you feel like there is a, d- a difference in like from one state to the next state like how the vibe is because again we are from chicago and we're very fortunate to be from a city that's very diverse i mean it has its fair share of like you know yeah, discrimination areas. here and there but still like do you feel like in some other places it's like you feel a little bit more awkward or um i haven't felt that yet but yeah, i think it's great because i'm more like i don't really think about it anymore that's yeah. exactly to, but i don't think about it anymore so had this been maybe like three four years ago when i was traveling out then i'd be like okay i'm kind of like thinking like what is everyone yeah. thinking am i making I used to think if I'm making other people uncomfortable. Wow. And it's just a, such a wrong like type of mindset to have. You shouldn't think that. It's like, all right, how I'm making you feel is your problem. Exactly. Yeah. You know? exactly. So if I'm, if I'm comfortable in what I'm wearing and what I It shouldn't I'm, bother me. It yeah. really shouldn't bother you. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't care. So you know. That's exactly I think that's the level where we, where we all should be at. That's like, a just, good takeaway. Just that like, is a great as takeaway. As long as you're comfortable and you're happy, who cares if you're making the person next to you uncomfortable? Exactly. Yeah. I, I love that. Honestly, Nelly. Is there anything else you want to leave our listeners with? I mean, well, Ramadan. Like maybe like a piece of advice yeah. for girls who are thinking of putting it on but like they're on the fence yeah on the fence with it start slow baby steps i I honestly think if something comes to you too fast and too easy you're gonna it's gonna go away just as fast Mm -hmm. so for me those three four months before i became a full like i don't even i don't even say full-time hijabi because (laughs) it's just when i graduated like i was wearing hijab everywhere else so that's just how it worked out for me but um take baby steps and again do not care what other people have to say it took me so long to understand that and I feel like I just got to that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it, it's liberated me in a way I can't explain uh, to not care what other people like, say. And it could be even people like near you and they don't realize they're being toxic. It right. just, it, don't. Like it's, if you're comfortable and if you think it's right, go with your gut. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, everything has you know everything has its perfect timing, and it's just do not compare yourself to anybody else. I mean, if this is where you are on the path of goodness, and you know this is close, that's it. Just follow your own path, and 
lead your own self, honestly. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Thank you so much, Nelly. Thank you. Thank you so much you, for having me. You're truly an inspiration. You I are. love your blog post. Everybody oh, yeah. needs to check it out. It's on her Instagram. It's in the link. And I like reading through all the other ones. You have a lot of great discussions. Very inspirational. Yeah. Posts, yeah. I, I would definitely say that it's like, it, though, especially the one about the hijab. I think that's why we brought you on. I'm like, this is a great push yeah. for somebody like you and I, Zaina, that we're, we're on the fence. But here's and somebody think, that's yeah, embodying it in such a perfect way. Yeah, and it, it's also a reminder. Because, yeah. like, we wake up every morning and it's not, like, in the back of our minds sometimes. Yeah. So it's kind of like a reminder, like, maybe this is something that we should start thinking about and, and start maybe working toward. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll say one more thing. I, it's not easy for, as a hijabi either. I know, like, sometimes people think, like, uh, this person already wearing hijab. They have it easy. They're done with that. It's really not. No. There are times when, like, you can say this. Ask any hijabi you know. If the thought of taking it off has ever crossed your mind, they'll say yes. Oh, yeah, I'm Every, sure. Because yeah. you'll wake up and be like, my hair looks really nice today. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> my but, mom might get mad at me telling this story. but So my mom put the hijab on at 25 after she had my younger brothers. And I think the next month was like someone's wedding. And it was the first wedding oh. that she had gone to where she didn't have to like do her hair. And she was telling me like it was really hard for her like not to do her hair. Like, yeah. oh, my God, like I have to go to a wedding. And cover my hair like it's such a big deal and you don't realize it so like i think but that's thank a you for point. saying that that's, that's what i'm saying point, and that's yeah. what i was trying to say when hijabi struggle as well you yeah. don't know what yeah, they're yeah. going through it's they, not like once you put it on that's it you yeah know I mean? it this takes, is not a game yeah. it's not like oh they reach the end level they want yeah. no you're still struggling day in and day out as much as like the ones are not wearing yeah. it too it's you know it's it's a long journey it and is. i think it's just a great you just got to always just internalize, like just focus on yourself and take the baby steps. Like you said, Nilly, with anything and everything that you're going through in life. I mean, it's just, it's hard to jump into something so huge. It is, yeah. So don't feel like that's expected of you to just be a full force. That's it. Tomorrow's the day I'm going to be a hijabi. I'm going to be perfect from head to toe. That's not the case. Every day is kind of like a work in progress. You exactly. Know what I mean, you have to work yourself up to you'll you'll never reach an end point because you constantly keep like trying to better yourself yeah we're always growing and i really want everybody to really focus on that we're always growing every single day so just don't be hard on yourself don't listen to those critics and call us just remain positive inshallah and allah knows what's within our hearts exactly again we truly appreciate you nilly um thank you so much i'm looking forward you're actually an ambassador now i am can we talk about that real quick i know this is like the second time we're ending it but girl you have like so much going on and it's like coming to me yeah can we talk about that yeah sure it was so what is an ambassador what are you ambassador of so i'm ambassador of hope for shared hope international um it's an organization that uh looks out for traffic victims mm-hmm. and also has people that used to be human traffickers wow. and you hear from their perspective how they uh, got into it yeah wow. how not even how they got into it wow. how they target people oh and how to save that and prevent that so that's amazing yeah that's <laughs> we're gonna huge. have to bring you back on <laughs> yeah that's like because a whole episode in that itself, is a whole episode because, because that's, that's a huge problem and i think we ignore it and we don't like no but that's a yeah, huge issue is. do you not see the many it's, missing child posters and everything not, and the thing is like it's not just bad cities it's yeah, everywhere it's it the is, small yeah. suburbs it's the big suburbs it's the rich suburbs there are rich kids also being trafficked mm-hmm. and you you don't even need to move from your house to be trafficked like you can be uh, traffic while you're like living at home wow. oh, yeah. and it's it's crazy like the things I've learned in this it was just blowing my mind but it's something that's always been close to me um, that 
just this topic and I've always wanted to help all these like girls that it's 99% girls are also like men too but it's crazy it's and sometimes like the human traffickers are actually females because they supposedly they'll make you more vulnerable and they they I feel like when you see a woman you trust her more so right. sometimes it's also yeah. a woman that's luring you that's in that's really great to like learn about what signs to look out for yeah like what a girl nilly we're gonna bring you back (laughs) because i really do want to talk about that do more research before i talk to you about it because i know it's a it's a big big issue yeah but that's amazing that you also do that that's something like you're just doing it all (laughs) you're amazing (laughs) seriously like i think we need to like build up our woman and i think that's what she's doing that's awesome that's not just like that's a huge thing that you're taking on, honestly. And to be an ambassador for something like that, wow. Like, voila. Mm-hmm. It really, that's, I'm, I feel like I'm like your mom. I'm like so proud <laughs> of you type of thing. So voila, you're like <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, sharing your story. and Keep being inspirational. Yeah, giving us hope. Because we need that. You know, everybody gets a little hopeful when it comes to Ramadan and everything like oh, that. Yeah. So it's just oh, that's another thing. I'm yeah. sorry. There's just so much. There's no, no. We everybody, we're being talking. total Arabs right now. Looking at how you say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> we never leave. I never, love this. Never. Go ahead, say it, Nelly. What? Uh, because Ramadan's coming. Yeah. Um, so one of my tips was I would practice it like in days such as this, and not just for hijab. Mm-hmm. I'm talking any habit you have. Practice it. It really, really, really makes a difference. I had a friend um, who would wear the hijab every Ramadan, like full time. Yeah, is that it, kind? You kind of did that, Nilly. Like, where you were everywhere, but everywhere school. but school. Yeah. For some reason, I was just—I don't know. I felt I would be judged and whatnot. And it's then, school. There's bullies. Yeah. People are evil. Schools, yeah. It was my last year. Honestly, yeah. no one cared. Yeah, exactly. That too. So, what are you trying to say? Like, Ramadan, take yes, advantage. Definitely take advantage. And another thing is, uh, because you—you you may feel like you—you're not able to show your full self. You want to look pretty. You want to do your hair. Do that. Do that. But just you know, when I come home, and so before when I first started wearing hijab, you know before that my hair would always be done I'd always you know have like even if my face looked like crap my hair was always done yeah. and everything like that and then like once I started to become hijabi like I would take my hijab off and I'm like what the heck like why doesn't my hair look nice because yeah. I stopped doing it and the thing is to make myself feel better I would actually like if you come to my house like on like just you know just coming by. chilling by yeah. yeah you'll see like i like my hair like blow dry like all nicely i'm like yeah. it's just i know, love that nice for i love that because yeah. yeah i think people think oh once i put the hijab on it's almost like i'm letting go of how i look and i'm not no. gonna get dolled up there that your hair is still there like look nice for yourself you can still look nice curl for your family, it your yeah. yes. like, have your girls over and just look nice for i don't know like i, yeah. I feel like hijabis don't get to do that as often as like yeah not hijabis of course yeah. kind of like dress up and do your hair have your girls together. Have I a girls' love night. Those, exactly. Have a girls' night. Order some pizza. Get your hair all done. Everything. <laughs> I don't Even see why just, not. There's like salons where you can just, that's all Muslim women. So just go get a blowout with your girls and just have a nice yeah. like spa day. You could still do that. Yeah. So again, yeah, Wallahi, hijab does not limit you at all. Yeah. means they don't got a lot of thinking to do. We got <laughs> yeah. a lot. Because honestly, hijab is such a beautiful it thing. Is. It's, it is a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your story, your inspiration, and... I, I just, I honestly love that. And I really hope the listeners can find some takeaways from this and give them that push um, to do better or just to even respect. Yeah, and not even in the sense of hijab, but like yeah. any aspect of your life. Like, yeah. we're always learning, like you said, and and use this as maybe like a, a hint of inspiration exactly. to push you to where you need to go. Thanks for stopping by, girl. Thank you yeah. so much for Enjoy this me. beautiful, rare Chicago oh day goodness, because this weather yeah. is just like, Because it know, might be gone tomorrow. Soak it in, girl. So thank you so much, Nelly. Thank you for having me.